May 14, 2015, is a Watt from Pedro's show.
lot for Pedro show. Though I ain't in Pedro, even though out the window, the sun coming out reminds me of home. I'm here in Tukur, Tur, ha, Turku, Finland. Turku, yeah. Finland. Thank you for helping. Right there, you got my uh, guest, Penti Tasum. Did I pronounce that good? Yeah, yeah. Perfect. Okay. All uh, welcome aboard Waffle Pedro Show. First time in Turku for me. All right. Excellent. Uh, maybe Thanks for fourth or me. fifth time in Finland, but never in the port town of okay. Turku. I was in the port town of Pori, where mm-hmm. you actually oh, yeah, spent yeah, yeah, some yeah. time. We'll get to that. And also Helsinki, port mm-hmm. town of Helsinki. The other guys were inland. Temporary where I'm going to be tomorrow. While I'm here, people, I'm on tour. The Czech buddies, Usem uh, Doma. Uh, on tour, uh, doing the Hypheny Man Third Opera with Tom Watson, Raul Maras, my missing man. Uh, and this is the finish leg. And anyway, there was <laughs> a little different way of touring. There was this five-day hole that uh, Brother Benti here was righteous enough to be uh, like the spirit of the old days, not only in his music. Oh, yeah, I should say we started the show off with John Coltrane doing After the Rain. Which right now it is after the rain it is, from his man. dear uh, Stockholm, dear old Stockholm album. Well, about time, so right. It's been and raining for days now. Right, which is typical for me. Yeah. Here in Turku. Yeah. Huh? By the way, we're talking West Coast, so in a way, Pedro's kind of like Turku, but way different. Okay. They have uh, archipelago here that makes the Stockholm one look. I mean, there's a <laughs> buttload of islands out here. It's beautiful. We got Catalina. You know, Channel Islands and Elk, Elk, uh, what's that other one? Uh, whatever that other one is. But we don't have them like you got out here. I can imagine being in the there kayak and doing a journey. But then we heard something called Pasadilla by Deep Turtle. Yeah. Uh, let's go back to the beginning. What's your first music memory? First music memory at all? Oh, man. Okay, that must have been in... Probably a turntable, kindergarten age. I was bugging my my parents and my parents' friends and all relatives and everyone with. Do you have Do you have a turntable? Do you have a record player? I liked records a lot, so but I couldn't. I couldn't remember which record now, but the real game changer was seeing seeing Kiss on on television. <laughs> okay. So seeing a, a a clip, I think it was. I think it was God of Thunder and I Want You on some, I, I have no idea. But I, I only remember that I was going, I was going to first grade, like before going to first grade. And where was and this? I, this was in Ecuador. We were living in Ecuador at the time. What town? Se- oh God, 78, 79. I was maybe no, six the years town. Oh, the town. Oh, what time? The town, Quito. Quito, Quito the big Quito, town. Ecuador. Okay. Okay, so something comes out. The Kiss comes on the TV. For, uh, actually, first time I saw Kiss was over the TV too. Yeah, yeah. They didn't even have records out, and they were on something called In Concert on ABC. And I think All it right. was uh, Nothing to Lose. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, they were a big strutter, one. and uh, they have the media thing. Going rock and roll every night and party every day. They're they like, had hey, they had the media thing going immediately for them, but it's obvious because they were a very visual band. Not many. Not many bands, I, I suppose, took over that part of of 
of being being present. No, no, not many bands took that so seriously. Maybe I don't know. Just my theory. But what I've seen pictures and you know now in the years of YouTube, it's easy to see all those old TV performances of Kiss and it's very obvious. Also, I saw them open up for like four or five much different kind of genre band, like Wishbone Ash or Savoy oh, Brown or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, they worked it. They really worked it. Yeah, yeah. Okay, uh, they were totally so, manufactured. Manufactured worked out. Anyway, that's was, your first yes. uh, music. The game. Why do you say the game changed? Because until then, I didn't. It was a revelation. I didn't really know that you know hard rock like that existed. I know like music was nice. Records are nice. You know, you have pop songs. You have, especially at the time, children's records. You know, like oh, this funny. I, I, let's. Your parents let's were playing say, stuff in the pad. Yeah, and um, what about school? I wasn't even there yet. That's right. This is this is it, man. I'm coming. This yeah. is this must have been some kind of, of of vacation because I remember going to first grade, only starting school. Yeah, and being very nervous about it, and I remember also being very surprised at. Oh yeah, then there was also a, a video clip from ACDC at the time. But they TV were. still. Yeah, yeah, TV still. Do you still. remember the first record you got? Yeah, yeah, Love Gun by Kiss. It was a Kiss record. <laughs> it's a Kiss record. Because you told me but the, the record kiss, scene was kind of hard in yeah, Ecuador, right? Yeah, in Ecuador right? it was different. But so, so when I went to school, I remember just this, that I, school only started. And I was going there, and I was very surprised about how is it possible that everybody else doesn't, doesn't admire Kiss. Like, how can you not be into Kiss? Yeah. Oh no! It's you know blah blah blah. It's football. It's soccer. It's you know whatever. No, I don't know. Whatever kids are into. But how can you not be into kids? How can well, you? What not about be Ecuador into music? Indigenous music? No, too old time. Too like the probably, parents. Yeah, it's probably just lame. You know. Yeah. So. So your first record yeah. is the Love Gun whole album. Yeah, 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 and then also here. Here my, my uncle steps into the picture yeah. because he had records. Ah. He had what I consider real records. Actually, yeah, yeah. up to this day, I still have some. I've, I've And I've apologized to him for this, but I, I, I stole many of his records when okay. I was a kid. I just never gave them back to him. And those are some Alice Cooper, like Easy oh, yeah. Action from Alice Cooper, sure. which is excellent, which is very different from yeah, yeah, yeah. this for you. It's There's another one like that, that though, called... Uh, Oh, it's like priest for you, but it's much different than it's, it's more, I love it to death. It's it's more bizarre and, stuff. It's, and it's not that party rock yet. Like the, yeah, love it to death. Yeah. School's out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's not that yet. Billion it's dollar very, babies. Yeah, it's a very killer. Although very I like promise. killer. I'm not that familiar with Alice okay. Cooper. After but you that, like the kind of art, so. art, artistic. Uh, I think it was on Zappa's yeah. label, even. Yeah, it was on uh, Reprise. Reprise. No, sorry. Sm bizarre, straight. bizarre. Straight. 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 Bizarre. Straight records. Yeah. Something yeah. Like that. Hey. So I also. Yeah. Did you start playing yet? You're just kinda, a listener. Kinda. Kinda. How'd that happen? Banging, well, the classical pots, pots and pans. Some drummer. <laughs> pots and pans. Just banging on stuff. Batteria. Especially after looking at all these Kiss videos. Yeah. If and when I had a chance to see them. And then comes, like I said, my uncle's record collection, and from him I ripped um, a Black Sabbath record, Paranoid, actually. I still have it there. It's in really beat-up condition by now because 
I didn't know I didn't know how to treat handle records at the tender Nobody age does. of six. I remember the tender age of grape six. juice on the Creedence records. That's what yeah, couldn't hear the yeah, bass. Yeah, yeah. You told me you learned English through the Black Sabbath records. Well, at first, uh, Black Sabbath and Kiss and those. I was just trying to figure out the Lyric. the titles, you know, and okay. what. But like probably every foreign kid who listens to to rock music, we were just. I was just. Um, imitating in what we call the Honolulu language, just going one more sure, 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 sounds like a sugar rock a wreck in the bowl. No? So but slowly then and then my uncle helped me, you know, figure out some some lines here and there and Oh he spoke English. Yeah yeah. Okay. What and what about uh, the pots and pans thing? What did that develop in I don't know, by by that pots and pans. Did anybody at school play? No. See, okay. here's the thing. Everybody was just into soccer, and soccer, and I don't know stuff like that. So yeah, I was just you know banging, <laughs> banging on. Just banging away and the listening. Snare, to the snare drum was a was um, what do you call these tin cans for for you know cookies like cream cookies, the classical work. Yeah, it's kind once of once that that they're empty. Uh, Grandmas keep all their sewing, right. sewing stuff in there. That became the snare drum. So that became the snare drum with with a key ring on top, like house keys on top of that. So that was the snare. Okay. And, uh, let, let's hear some more music.
it on the air? Who knows? Who knows?
I'm not penetrating Only in the loosest figurative sense Don't be frightened Or get excited
Watt from Pedro Show. Uh, start off with uh, Röntgen by Kroko. Yeah. I pronounce it okay? Yeah, that's like okay. named after Röntgen, like an x-ray. Oh, okay. Uh, Humpin' Man from Nervous Gender, live on the radio in 1979, Richard Meltzer's Cats from Hell. Bernays Propaganda out of Macedonia with a bone to the dog. Demic also. Koga, the both does a Petrovra vo Omzaza. Omraza, I'm sorry. Fuck. And then the Banditos, brand new, long gone away. They're out of Chicago. Todd Conjolier, Doodle Trash out of Pedro, the goat teamer, last wave, England. Clay Mason, me define. I can't remember, maybe out of the clay pile. Call a strike. That's uh, Vancouver, uh, British Columbia, Canada, N213's group vision. Stoma with nothing to it. I think they're Dutch. And Pop Discoteca, Fiesta 8, Kyoko, who lives in Berlin now. It'd be uh, Kanazawa. And Uzeme Doma with Hollywood. They're our tour buddies. They're back with the musical journey of uh, our, our host, the most kind uh, uh, learner of uh, Finnish uh, scene. You're right. Okay. To continue. Hello. <laughs> no, no, to, to, okay. <laughs> to continue with the, the story of that snare drum. Ben, you tell me what... just banging on stuff and... Um, I want to know how you got in because eventually you get up to guitar. The guitar came, of course, then because of... Um, of the Black Sabbath records and um, ACDC records also, which by that time I already got my hands on and I must have been maybe in second grade by then or maybe third grade or something and luckily enough my my uncle brought me an ACDC record from abroad, he brought me the Power Edge album and on the back cover I remember there's this huge picture of, no sorry, Let There Be Rock, there's this picture of Angus Young and holding a guitar pick. And so I was bugging my my mother about, yeah, is it possible I want to learn guitar? How can we get a guitar? Is the guitar is the thing? I want a guitar, blah, blah, blah. And they ended up in some kind of children's, like a music club, music school, the afternoon thing once a week, learning some really like simple, basic. I'm guessing this guitar song, was acoustic. Acoustic guitar, nylon string, acoustic guitar. And I remember two things which I really didn't like about it at all. One of them was that maybe on even on the second lesson already, I went there and I told the, the lady who was teacher, I told her, her like, I showed her this picture of, of, of Angus Young and I said like, I want to learn to, and, and I particularly pointed my finger at, at his right hand holding a guitar pick. So uh, the thing was that, I, where can I find these? And I want to learn to play with these because back then I thought she had you doing the fingers, finger, right? Finger okay. thing. I thought it was lame because you have to play rock music, and I thought the, the the nylon string guitar was also really lame, and and it seemed like an impossible galaxy to achieve back then as a as a kid in Ecuador. You know, nylon string guitar is no way I'm ever going to find an electric guitar. No, it it, it just seemed totally far away and distant and, and impossible. So she she said, she's never gonna, no, that's not even playing guitar, that's not real guitar, and you're not supposed to play with a pick. This teacher had an opinion. Of course. Oh, how surprising, yeah. I never, never thought of that. 
And then another thing which which I hated was when we got into at first we went we went through really simple chord progression starting in, in C major, of which when you you of course know that that then the the sixth belonging to that is like A minor and then, yeah. but then it got tricky when we started playing in, in, in A major, then the sixth of course is like it's like F sharp minor. And that she made us learn to to grab as a bar with a barre with a bar, bar chord. It was a bar chord, yeah. So my hands were tiny, my fingers were tiny, and this was I, difficult. it was painful. I couldn't get it. I couldn't just understand. It was it was even more alien, and I hated it, it even more. And fortunately, I heard from somewhere that okay, this is the painful part that you better have to learn because because. All heavy metal music is based on the bar chord. Oh, you can that cannot be. Especially the top mean? part, the fifth and the yeah, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, but then, then he explained to me just you know, okay, listen to this. this then I don't know. I don't remember. Actually, listen to these records. It's all just bar chords, you know. Actually, so I had to learn. Chuck it. Berry, who's getting it from a piano man, right. I think he's just doing the fifth and the sixth. Yeah, might he's be. just chugging along. Might be. Yeah, room. oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Look, so you didn't have to do the whole bar. You just did the top part of it. And I remember watching I Paul Stanley. In fact, once he gave a rhythm guitar clinic, and he was just chugging <laughs> on did. them two top strings. He didn't do the whole bar. but uh, <laughs> That's interesting, though. So this this struggle, what did it lead to? Well... You didn't give up. Hating, hating it, and then trying to figure out ways to, well, especially because she didn't like the whole idea of, of rock music, so I was trying to learn to play at least on one string or two strings. I was trying to learn some Black Sabbath riffs, at riffs. least the melodies, at least some melodies. I, I really at first I, 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 I tried to learn Sweet Leaf, but just the, like the bass line of it, because I thought, okay, this is where I'm gonna try to figure out you know how these go and you know rhythm playing and then how weird it was I I for some reason I got one guitar pick as a birthday present someday maybe I don't know nine years old eight ten years old something like this but it was it was a little bit of a disappointment because it wasn't like uh, on that Angus Young picture but it was like uh, those things that you put on your thumb Tom Watson plays one yeah and then thumb pick we yeah, called yeah Banjo so, guys use them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Flat pickers. So I I got one of those. But it was close enough. So yeah, let's do it. And then I just started, you know, trying to learn the And I must have driven my, my mom nuts because I was probably playing that. Much I can't respect to your mom. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Mind and tolerant. We're at the end of the first hour. <laughs> yeah, May fourteenth, two thousand fifteen edition Waffle Pedro show. So, I guess, uh, Penty, people hold tight for hour two. May 14th, 2015, it's the second hour of Watt from Pedro's show. Keep 
here's the true story. Gasoline sock. He had it covered up over his face. His eyes were rolling back. You could smell the gasoline.
You make me feel dirty She said The things you got me doing In your filthy bed Seems like such a nice boy It was all in my head You make me feel dirty sickest creation of Judeo-Christian capitalist man. Sometimes, all things being equal, a flannel shirt over my t-shirt and I'm okay. Be playful, be generous, bring snails inside your home and offer them beer. 
Watford Beat Row Show. Start off the second hour with Kessie Ya Irtikin by Trans Kako. Yeah, yeah. Another Penty band. <laughs> we'll get to these. Uh, we're we're not even in the band stage of his musical yeah, journey yeah, yeah. yet. But we're going to get to that. After that, we had uh, Gasoline Sock by Carnage Asada. Meeting the Boys by Round Eye. That's got Brother Steve McKay on the saxophone. Carnage uh, SoCal Band. Uh, Brother Steve Reed there. Thumper 2 by the Father Figures. Yeah, that's got Michael from J at JFA. Oh, wow. Yeah, on guitar, Jody, though. Jody more treason of guys leaving the bass for guitar. That's right. <laughs> uh, you Make Me Feel Dirty by the Peasants out of Boston. GG Band. Korea. Butterscotch Socks. Well, one guy's also Massachusetts. And Spielgusher with Heaven Sometimes Beer. That's Richard Meltzer, one of my heroes. All right. And me and uh, members. Uh, brother, sister, daughter. Uh, here with Penty and his musical journey right now. Uh, we're at the point where the man gets a thumb pick and is starting to do <laughs> licks like uh, Sweet Leaf. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So continue. Then, uh, oh, oh, no. First, tell me how to pronounce this right. All right. Transkako. Transkako. In Finnish words, you always have the weight on the first syllable, so it's transkako, and then it's kesu ja irtikin. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Kitos. Kitos. That means thank Excellent. you, people. So to continue on the journey. Um, yeah. Where to? What's next? Sleep well, me. you're still in Quito. You're still we're in still Ecuador. In Quito, yeah. You're still with an acoustic guitar, but now you got a thumb pick. <laughs> and I think you're getting kind of like so tired crazy. of the teacher. Crazy, crazy. Crazy details I don't even... Right? You're getting tired of the teacher. Uh, you must be meeting... You, leave, you don't meet anybody in school that wants to play. This no, is no, all no, man no, alone. No, 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 no. Never anyone to this play. This is man alone yeah, in the, the only records. people I could play with were the other... Like, if you can call that playing with someone. We're talking about, you know, I was maybe, I don't know, nine, ten yeah, yeah. years. It's kids in class. Third, third, third or fourth grade or something like this. So... Come on, there's no, 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 no. No, no in the guitar I, class. In the guitar class only there, we, I, we would meet up and I, we would just go through the material that we were supposed to do for class, you know. And then I was... Well, what comes next moment, then? What? What comes next? What comes next is a series of of weird things which let's go, let's go then fast forward to 85. And by that time we... Oh, sorry, 84. By the time... How old are you then? Eleven. Okay. Maybe eleven. Because yeah, so in the, at that time uh, we went to. Let's let's put it this way: life through our family to Germany. Okay. So we moved away from Ecuador. We moved to Germany for a year and maybe a, a year and a half or a year or so. So this Germany thing was already different because coming from Ecuador, which is technically was and still is uh, especially then it was a like a banana republic so there's like <laughs> and also I, I wouldn't have had no clue where to find any music but in Ecuador it felt like you couldn't really if if you found, if you had any music then it was just maybe on in the radios but not not so easily available and some like, video and some, some TV, TV shows yeah. some TV clips which were probably uh, hired from or le leased from Mexican TV or Colombian TV or something because it, it was never the newest of the and new. And you said 85. 
So this is West Germany. 84. 84. This yeah, is West, West Germany. Yeah, yeah, West this Germany. This had lots of U.S. influence, I know. But the, the, it was very different because there you could go to a, to a you know grocery store. And no, they there's had, U.S. They soldiers stationed there. I know because I'm touring at that, that time. There's lots of U.S. influence in West Germany. I wouldn't have noticed. I can't. I can't. No comment. Okay. I but it was a really big comment. difference. I think it was kid, different because you yeah. could go to a grocery store in Germany and there you could pick up like teeny magazines like Bravo and Bravo and Popcorn, which is a, oh sorry, like Bravo and Popcorn, and those things had like okay what. What would it be at that time? I guess, you know, Duran Duran and stuff like this. But also, you know, sometimes you could at least see pictures of, I don't know, hard, hard rock bands. I don't know if Scorpions. Metal, even Scorpions and Iron Maiden and Judas, Judas Priest. Oh, UFO would have been connoisseur stuff. Oh, wow. So, <laughs> okay. UFO would have been probably way too. Okay, what about, uh, what was their thing? Uh, but that, but this was a, anyway. This was a huge difference because in Ecuador, yeah. no music, like no teeny magazines. If they except, were teeny magazines, I was thinking of except. except, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, this was different. So this yeah. this was a revelation, and also in Germany, I I found the first person I could play electric guitar with, who was my my music t- uh, my guitar. He wasn't actually my uh, my music teacher. He was our sports teacher, no. Mister Sir Mister Manfred Hade. Hello, Manfred. Danke, Herr Harder. Yeah, yeah. So he was a sports teacher, but he also happened to be very like a music fan, sure. and he had guitars in his house, and sure. I talked to him a lot. And we would, oh, this first time you get to play electric, electric guitars. Guitar. Oh, yeah. And he sold his he sold his cheap cheapo electric guitar to me, which I still have. So and that an was amp? my first what? And an amp? No amp. Okay. Amp, I was playing through the cassette player to yeah. the tape deck. <laughs> it's an amp, but it ain't a guitar. Yeah, yeah, amp. yeah. yeah. <laughs> So through the left speaker of the tape deck was the thing. And this was the first time, and this is in 84, and for the first time then we had these, these couldn't really call them guitar lessons because, because we were just most of the time just sitting around and listening to music and just jamming around. Yeah. And, and, and I told him about my, my previous like frustrations about not being able to play, you know, like ACDC stuff yeah. and so and then for him it was really cool and and he played me some zz top albums and some and he had also some i guess john mile records and some santana especially santana he had the woodstock triple lp yeah. you know so lots of cool guitar stuff yeah. there cannot heat and can't heat all of that cool stuff there and he let me borrow Bruce. those albums yeah he let me borrow Bruce. those albums okay from him so i right. could you know listen to that and now did you steal his too no no okay. no 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 i still this is how i ended up stealing my uncle's records because we moved away from ecuador okay. you know yeah. so, so you couldn't like, get him back he, there was no way he I bought him CDs of those later on, and he was just laughing about it. And I sent him some pictures, like, okay, man, look at this. Here is me right now, at, you know, like 40 years of age, holding your album. So, <laughs> sorry for this. <laughs> you know, some CD versions of it. Sure. I don't know if he even cares anymore. But, but so, I, I, I can't, can't really say that, like many people, when you read their interviews, like, oh, the house was always so full of music, and everybody had, you know, so many records. It wasn't like that. I had records because I, I wanted them and I slowly started. I used to pick up a little bit of pocket money during this German time by cleaning the neighbor's um, like basements. Like I could take out the trash, I could yeah. help you sort it out yeah. and, you know, for a few Deutschmarks. And then I went to our local TV and radio shop who had the facilities to order also records. And there I could pick up, you know, like some 
the, the first real records with my own money, you know, so. But you didn't know about punk scene, because Germany had, oh, no, no, West no. Germany had a punk scene. Yeah, okay, punk thing was uh, in that time. Uh, let me tell you, that when you did a Europe tour from the U.S. in those days, mm-hmm. half your tour was going to be West Germany. Yeah, yeah. That's the reality. They had all these t- uh, youth centers. Of course, you know, it was kind of subsidized by back home. Yeah. <laughs> it was, uh, there was quite a scene, though. That, uh, what yeah. I remember is bands like uh, DAF, Der Plan, mm-hmm. Abwarts, Einstein Zender Neubauten. They had a scene. And they had this thing that was new to us, squatting. Yeah, okay. Taking over. But were you aware of any of this? No, no, no. Because you're on, too man. young. I'm still, I'm yeah. still like 11 years old, you know? Okay. So, just slowly. You were there. Down. You can tell me better than I'd know. So, it's, it was... But it was a, a huge difference to to the to the non-existent universe of, of Ecuador in that sense. So there is a lot of music in Ecuador. And, and yes, I, I have to admit, there's a lot of music in our family too, but not that kind of music and not like... Not, no, no, not really musicians or music people. Of course, everybody listens to the radio. And in some ways, so. uh, very similar to me and D Boom, where we're learning by copying records. Mm. Did you? When did the time come where you try to compose on your own? This must have been only much later on when yeah. we were. All Same with us. This is this is already with uh, with the punk thing. Yeah. Same with us. We didn't uh, it do it. Never occurred to me. It never occurred to me. I was just happy trying to learn Kiss riffs or, sure, sure. or Black Sabbath or yeah, accept like you mentioned or or Dio riffs or stuff like that by just playing this guitar through the. But you never thought of music thing. as like a form of expression where you could get feelings. So same with us. It wasn't until the punk movement we found out. You, I w- yeah. you wouldn't really know. Okay, but but, but you start re- playing with guys, right? Yeah. So this it was really yeah. cool to play with with this. With this teacher guy, and um, and yeah, and then I started picking up some guitar riffs and you know, like the, the basics because then I had a at first at last I had at last I had an electric guitar which felt really really different to play than the nylon string sure. acoustic guitar. So that was really nice. And by that time I also had a real guitar pick. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> what about a band? On later on, Finland and punk. But- so in Germany, no jamming no, no, with no, guys no. as a band, no, just no, no. jamming. Always is... alone at home. Yeah, or with the teacher. Yeah. Okay. Oh, so. <clears throat> okay, what we... comes after Germany? Well, let's play another song. Let's listen to some music.
we just heard Kukasina Olet by Faro and Kumaladen Nubialasiet. All right. But it's uh, kind of a, yeah, yeah. Petty can explain. <laughs> okay, that's uh, the. Sorry, Mike, you missed one name there on your. But it's Farao Pirtikangas, which is family name. Oh, shit, Farao I missed one. Farao Pirtikangas ja Kuhmalahden Nubialaiset. Yeah, so I got to get that other name in yeah, there. Yeah. Sorry, so sorry. A, no disrespect. I can, no, no, no. Uh, I'll give it to you later. We're, we're, we're uh, continuing on the story. We're in Germany right now, and we've got electric guitar playing through the cassette machine, yeah, left yeah. side. <laughs> And not really playing with other people, but we do have a pick. Yeah, that isn't a thumb pick. Guitar pick. <laughs> what, what comes next? What comes next? Okay, then once again, um, tornado in life, and we end up in Finland, where where we've been, where I've been stuck now, where we've been stuck. But not now, ever since. This not is Pori. Not Turku. We moved. We moved to Pori. And um, where I was almost killed, people, is, about three years yeah, ago yeah, from yeah, the storm yeah. at Stooges gig. These guys played at this. <laughs> Stu just ended up playing at this horrible, horrible rainstorm festival thing that got notorious for the shitty weather instead of the cool bands that they had hooked up. <laughs> Actually, it was very nice weather, and then this thing just blew yeah, in yeah, out yeah, of yeah. nowhere. Crazy. It was crazy. But anyway, you moved and to that Florida. arena didn't exist there. They only built it after they moved away. Yeah, so. Told me it was just like sonic spheres and yeah, crap. Yeah, yeah. Jive. Here's a flat pick. <laughs> it's got that's the one with the monkey on it. Yeah, all right. Gorilla on it. Jungle. These are the, the thick one. 120. Yeah, these wow. are the weird picks. Okay, so uh, I, Bill Gibbons uses a peso, I think. Yeah. Uh, what happens when you get to Pori as far as you in so music? Yeah. You know, okay. So here it's a little bit already. Here the things start to unfold because here we are stuck now. We're not moving away anytime soon anymore. So, and and. Um, Oh yeah, still I have to mention this about the time in Germany. In Germany, they had the hard rock radio show. So this was also something that in Ecuador would never, never, never happen. You could never hear heavy, like real heavy metal on the radio. You could hear hard rock in Ecuador. Do you remember a television show called Rock Palace? Of course. Bon? I think it was Bon? Man, you know... I should. I was recording songs from Rock Palace by holding the cassette player, the, bo- the boombox next to the TV. That's how I like, recorded the Kiss in the T Rex when I was a teenager. I had to had incredible hum. Yeah, 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 yeah. Just really, just happy to hear any music from of of cassettes later on. And this in Germany also, they had some. I cannot remember the the name of of the program anymore, but it was on the station HR3, which is in Hessen because we were living in that region. Yeah. And there they had this hard rock show. And they're also, you know, like finger constantly on the pause button recording every single song that you... And try to fi- to figure out what's the name of the band, if the announcer said it. And then when we moved to Finland, it was very funny because by that time I had my... my my small collection of a few cassettes, which I, which had maybe one or two songs by different different heavy metal bands, hard rock bands of that time. This was in '85, and when we came here, it's um, everybody was uh, like the the tough guys in school who were giving me so much shit. They were all into you know, like Wasp and Motley Crue and these like hair metal bands, and I couldn't believe like how can you be how can you be so supposedly such a tough guy, you know, and and give me so much shit and and grief and what we called the snow wash. The snow, <laughs> the snow, the snow, ba- snow bathing. <laughs> <laughs> and these guys were just like you know, yeah. no motley crew and 
and those guys and i was i i, I was already into I had a few songs of, of Metallica and Slayer and, and those bands on tape and I thought that this is the way to go, you know, like the really yeah. fast and brutal stuff. I was inclined to that. I wasn't really that opinionated still, but I got really opinionated after after getting, you know, all the, so much bullshit Shit from, 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 the, yeah. from the idiots. Then uh, eventually I started to meet other outcasts also who... This who is high like, school. No, 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 this is still second, this is only Junior second high. grade. Yeah, 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 this okay. is seventh grade, eighth grade. Yeah. And and here, here it, it for some reason happened then that we started to go... I started to fi- find like-minded people and then we started playing together and and here fast forward to the first first touches with, with punk music which came through this... Minuscule knowledge of speed metal at that time and thrash metal, Venom and and Metallica and Slayer and Anthrax and those things, like having heard just a few tracks of each, then eventually finding like the whole album in a record store, which two years earlier for me would have been unthinkable of, and then having like complete speed metal albums on cassette, which was already like, oh, this is you know. What was the Finnish record store like in those days? Mm, mostly instruments, at least in Pori, mostly instruments and a small record section there. That's how it was for us. And then, you bought your records and actually in instruments. Store. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Chuck Sound and Music is yeah, yeah. And the I, I couldn't really say. I think there must have been whatever was in the charts right then. Okay. So there's probably going to be a Madonna record or an, and a Duran Duran record. But if you really, if you if you ask the the lady at the counter to please order this title by this band called Venom, then yeah. maybe two weeks later you can come okay. pick it up. So that was that was how it went. And then we we finally through this. Oh yeah, and then at the at the kiosks you could find a Metal Hammer magazine, which was also. <gasps> Oh man, a whole magazine only for hard rock music. This is because then this whole Bravo and and Popcorn and Teeny magazines yeah. were nothing anymore. Because yeah, yeah, had, it's, it was like the encyclopedia of only the the real stuff, you know. Guys in spandex, whatever. But it was <laughs> what, what, at least it was only heavy metal, you yeah, know. Yeah, 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 yeah. And then we started to look, you know, like what's what's this like a. The guys from Slayer wearing a Dead Kennedys T-shirt, or, right. or, or like the Metallica guys having. I think like it was a, the guy who passed away who brought that, right? Yeah, Hanneman. He's Probably, the one that yeah. brought it. Yeah, he brought. The other guy was still in the. Yeah, <laughs> they were into dragons and dragons and uh, and uh, what do you call it, eyeliner and, and dragons. Eyeliner. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, but yeah, 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 definitely, and 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 then we saw these whole like heavy metal bands. At least for me, I saw all these heavy metal bands. Um, they were really open to this punk thing, yeah. you know, like Metallica wearing the Misfits shirts and yeah. the rest you can maybe remember, and Black Flag and, and stuff like that. And then we saw them, I saw somebody had a sticker on a guitar or something that from that said Thrasher magazine. Skate. And then Thrasher magazine, I could get a copy of, I don't know, I don't remember how, but I got a copy of that. I think that... Were you a skater? I, I tried to be one. I, I failed miserably at it. I still have the board there, but okay. it's, it's 
It's just because I don't want to waste it yet. <laughs> I wasn't I was allowed. But there was some kind of connect with the music, huh? I liked it a lot. I like to. I wrote a couple columns for Thrasher. They asked me. Yeah. yeah. So, but look, here comes the funny thing. In this Thrasher magazine, there were some actually a picture uh, a picture of Minutemen was there. It's the one where you have the eyes and ears taped up. <laughs> yeah, that one. And then there were some uh, pictures of, of mentioning of you know the Black Flag. Yeah. And, yeah. I think it was maybe an article about SST at the time. But th so what we did is just like, okay, you look at this Metal Hammer magazine where Metallica guys are wearing, what's that saying? That's like wasted youth. Okay, write it down, you know, like whatever these guys into, we have to try to check out. Wow. So that's okay. And then this whole treasure article, you know, like, what's that? That's a minute, man. Okay. Okay, black flag. So it's funny that you mentioned JFA a while ago because yeah. we eventually, years, a few years later, then we already got the system going. We mail ordered some, the skate rock compilation tapes. And there was, and through that whole skate connection, they also came then. But wasn't there some guys at school that were starting to pass around cassettes? There was well, the mixtape. The, the, the older, the old, there was a few older punk guys who I didn't really dare to to approach because I was, a, you know, a miserable seventh grader, and these yeah. guys were on the tenth grade. Yeah, so yeah. In my that eyes, they were like, yeah, yeah. In my eyes, they were like the older guys, you know. But then we already had kind of we we had we were small circle of friends into this speed metal thing, and then we we worked up the courage to. You're like, hey, is it possible, please, to, could you please, you know, here's a blank tape, can you please record some, can you overdub some punk music on it? Okay. So in the end, and these tapes then circulated, we had all the same tapes, you know, we pulled up for, okay, I, I have one tape, and he has two tapes, and maybe if we bring these three tapes to this guy, maybe he has the time and energy to overdub some music to it, so we ended up hearing here once again just like a few songs of each band like mixtapes so we ended up hearing DRI we ended up hearing D Kreutzen we ended up hearing Dead Kennedys and this whole thing then of course snowballed into finding out about that you don't have to be some you know like major label recording yeah but sure you can start you know doing it what about gigs did you go to any concerts can you remember your mm -hmm. first concert First concert must have been the local hard rock bands, the Poodle okay. metal bands in, yeah, sure. in Bori. That must have been the first. So yeah, you had yeah. Finnish guys kind of looking up to the yeah, yeah, yeah. Sunset all, all Strip. Everybody was, yeah, yeah okay. everybody was into that at that point. The hard rock bands. So you actually time. went to clubs? No, no, no. First, this was like no, a youth, were, the youth center. Come youth on, center, I was okay. like, come on, 12 years old. Okay. But years what I'm old. saying, was, it wasn't like arena rock. Like, no, yeah. no, no. Oh, those, those bands probably... First of all, I was so young that even if some bands at that time, I remember maybe Motorhead was touring Finland. We're talking, we're talking now mid '80s and yeah. late '80s. Bands like Motorhead, Iron Maiden, occasionally made it to Helsinki or or maybe some other cities, but it was still. Be, I mean. Come on, my mother is not gonna. She's not gonna let me go to Helsinki alone to see some. And she sure. definitely didn't have the time or energy or means to drive us. What you're saying is they only played Helsinki. They didn't make it to Pori. Oh no no no! Pori was it's yeah. Pori too didn't exist. No, Two no, sticks. No. Yeah. No 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 no. Just okay. Go. The fact that you have played in Pori is the result. <laughs> the fact that you have played in Pori is the is the result of 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 very of huge changes in the cultural. Yeah aspect of that time. So what happens when high school comes? 
Oh, by then it's already bands coming and going, and we started to. So you're actually playing with drummers. You're playing yeah, with bass yeah, players. Yeah, yeah, we start. This is when when. Did you start small, writing, the composing? Small, yeah, yeah, yeah. This is okay. when the small, our small group of yeah. friends who were t t uh, trading tapes. By this time, we already picked up instruments as well. Okay. And I, I was. Well, you're little, way ahead of them. I was. Yeah, I, I was coming to this. I was a little bit ahead of them yeah. because I already had my my guitar right, which was right. a crappy guitar but, it, but, but still uh, you've been jamming on it and you know actually i made i made this crappy guitar i made it a good one because i gave it to an, an, an a guitar builder and he he changed the pickup he, he installed a really nice ibanez pickup on it and he replaced the, ibanez what do you call it it's the bridge the bridge the bridge so he better action better intonation yeah yeah yeah, yeah. So what happens in high school? You're playing with bands, you make it tunes. You mm -hmm. Do you start doing gigs? Yeah, but still only at the youth center. Still, and, yeah, that's and, okay. And do you remember like your that. first gig? Yeah, it must have been our first punk band, Brain Mess. It was called Brain Mess. Brain Mess. Okay. <laughs> Brain what Mess was that playing, first gig like? Playing in a, in a local band competition at, at the youth it's center. So Battle of the Borean, Bands. Like a battle of the Bands in Borean. Okay. Uh, Did you win? Of course not, okay. <laughs> because we were playing really fast, like at least for our for our uh, condition. It was really, f but it was fast. It was pretty fast. Yeah. hardcore. We were trying to imitate DRI. And, okay, and, they were and, fast. And, and Larm and those. They ended guys. up getting slower though. <laughs> no, no, no. They just went crazier and crazier. But they went into metal. We That's what I'm saying. We we also were also flirting with the metal thing, embarrassingly, because other if 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 there wouldn't have been that metal in influence so obviously there but i guess every punk band at that time was at least in finland probably was flirting with metal it was just happening because the punks were getting into some metal things and the metal bands were getting into punk things so, so it's going it's, both ways it's going both ways at that time and um not much room for expert at least in my in let's i'm gonna say i'm gonna call it my body it was not so experimental right now at that time because it was either punk or the metal thing but you know i was through this i have a friend Jope. i have a friend who, who with whom we, we try to mail order stuff from abroad and and check out you know outside stuff as well not only the punk stuff and with him we were checking out some of the homestead bands and the oh, sst okay. bands and um yeah, and other stuff from from Germany as well. We're trying to pick up whatever morsels of info we got. This, this first thing we played, Deep Turtle. Deep when Deep does this Deep happen? Deep Turtle happened then later on in the in the nineties till you're out of high school. Yeah, yeah. By this time, I'm. I'm How does this band get together? Um, Is it from the circle of friends, guys? Still, actually not. Um, okay. Oh, long story. Long story short, we kind of knew each other from here and there, and because it's not a big city, it's not a big city. We yeah. kind of knew each other from here and there, and we started. Um, the, and also, there was in, in people of our age, we kind of knew who has a practice place. Yeah, very important for so us. So we could just end up at some other guy's practice place to hang out, or sure. we, so there were a few places where you could hang out. We were all underage, and, and you know, so there you can be a badass and yeah, have yeah. a beer that somebody's big brother maybe picked up for us for from the from the grocery store, 
and take it to a little bit further and try smoking cigarettes or something. So these are the, the places where you where sure. you do all the stuff that your parents tell you not to. And so we kind of know each other, and then we end up jamming once, and and it, we just click. We we knew that we should do it again next week or some other day as soon as possible. You but start doing gigs? Not yet. We were playing. You recorded before? No. I don't remember if the recording the recording of the first gig was first, but we we started. You know, by that time I was already deeply into cardiacs, cardiacs, and uh, oh. Zappa and Descendants and. Yeah. And um, then comes this fact that Tapio, who was on bass, he had this whole prog rock thing going. So he brought in a lot of, of you know, Jethro Tull and and ELP and those those vibes. And then came Mikko came along, the drummer guy came along, and he brought a lot of of hard rock. And he had a fetish. I still he still has. I think he still has a fetish for this Estonian hard rock band Singer Winger for some reason. And Singer Winger was Singer Winger. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. And uh, he brought the, the this this into into it, so this kind of melodic element and not too crazy. In the beginning, Deep Turtle was not so jumpy and crazy, but we we're st- still trying to rip off some things from No Means No, and then okay. we were trying to rip off some things from 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 Mud Honey and Soundgarden and the the grunge bands. So derivative a little bit. Yeah, yeah, we were trying to find some sort of psychedelic melvin's sound garden no means no and with from the finnish side we were trying to rip off maybe a little bit from radio puhelimet and um so we just combining it none none of us was really we weren't three punks or we weren't three hard rock guys or three prog guys or three whatever guys we were just three very different guys and this all whole yeah, thing that kind of did this band ever tour? What was, was there touring in those days? Yes, we did two tours uh, in '93 and '94. We went around around uh, the basic European countries. You left Finland. Itself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We went to like the, the before that. Denmark. Was there Finnish tours? No, not tours as such. <coughs> but what we still do. Uh, I don't think. Uh, in Finland, many bands can really tour in the in the way that you would what what you call a tour. Here, a tour might consist of of, of consecutive weekends lined up. Okay. And on the days in between, you go back to your homes sure, and sure. do your life. And so that might be considered a tour. It okay. starts in February and ends in May. That might be a tour, and you might have like the. <laughs> okay. <laughs> but these things you're talking about that per- de- uh, deep but, but, turtle but, but, came but, turtle, but, 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 but Yeah, we say turtle. That was like a real tour, like playing almost every day. Right, and you're going out, and you're playing yeah. different countries. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is your first time doing stuff city. like this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it, it was, was the experience. It was beautiful, and we probably were. A, a really really we were really chaotic at the time and we didn't yeah you really end up know. fighting right yeah 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 and so it was a circus we made it home alive and now i use this chance to apologize for any, any embarrassing behavior back then please forgive us we were young and wild and crazy and stoned and drunk and just plain moronic so have mercy well where, where does transcaco come so this comes after Deep Turtle then um, disbanded for the first time. We did another round then later in this is in '96, and ironically this was overlapping with like the the last Deep Turtle concert in Helsinki. We were playing with this amazing band Transkakko, and we were just 
they were jaw-droppingly good. Yeah. They were playing this Balkan prog stuff. Where are they from? Uh, they were from Turku. Town here right comes, here. Okay. Yeah. So this this comes now in and uh and the thing was that uh the guys from Transkako they saw our band, like the yeah. Turtle band, and they liked us, we liked them, and um and then Janne from Transkako was going to, to I think it was Scotland for seven months or something and they needed a replacement okay. for a few for a few months or for some gigs or something and and then they just called me like could I hop in and should we try it and I was very flattered and yeah. let's, let's try it so I stuck around for 11 years <laughs> wow no respect yeah yeah it's, wow uh, we ended up playing this lots um, of gigs lots of recordings some and some okay. yes not so many gigs but but yes gigs and yes recordings yeah oh I forgot Croco Croco was actually it's in a, between no, actually, this came then after after being already in in in, in Transkako for some time. And yeah. Kroko came out of the frustration of uh, I was playing, I was staying in Helsinki for a while, and and um, ended up um, like you would say conking on the floor of, of of a drummer friend of mine who is also from Pori, yeah. and this guy Petri, and. And he's a drummer, and we just, you know, it's like, okay, killing time, and then we go to the practice place, and it's like, oh, man, we have to do something, and then we were, and Croco kind of became this sort of like jazz core, instrumental, brutal fu brutal fusion, destructive energy, positive energy, balancing thing, where it's an instrumental band, yeah. it's uh, bass, drum, guitar, to some extent, we had to some extent we had real songs, and yeah. to some extent, just like really long improvisation, like just yeah, okay. going nuts. So it's somewhere between between uh, Ornette Coleman's like, you know, and and some maybe grindcore band without knowing it. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. But actually, you think about it because you're kind of a sideman in the other band, so mm -hmm. maybe this is you getting back at your own thing a little more. I think more. this was. With Croco, we were yeah. actually maybe the melodic things came from me and the rhythmic things came from him. So it was like very, very balanced. For a time, we had a bass player guy, and he was playing like a like a monkey. He was really amazing and everything, and he didn't really. But he told, yeah, he was really frank about it, and there was no no hard feelings and nothing. Yeah. He said like, dude, I don't understand. I don't get any of this music. Like, what is this? And I remember a particular moment. This is hello to Mr. Nels Klein. Oh yeah. We were listening to a tape that I had from my friend, my friend Mäkiturja in in Kauhajoki made some tapes of Nels Klein for me, and they were really really good. I still have them. I love them. And um, we were listening listening to the album Chest sometime yeah. there like years ago, and and I remember like me and and the drummer guy Peter, we were both like. Oh, this is so amazing. Listen to what those guys are doing. Yeah. And Yossi, who was on bass, he was like, was there a song right there? What are you guys talking about? So it was... He wasn't weird. feeling it. He wasn't... Yeah, he wasn't feeling it. But he was also... You can't really blame him. He was much younger than us. Okay, it's okay. So he's like... And that's why there's more than one band anyway. Everybody's not going to like everything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So he kind of bailed then after a while and we continued doing recordings and we tried to do to play some gigs... Uh, just as a duo, but 
wasn't really happening. But then we did for some time. We did some really nice recordings and and some pretty intense gigs as a trio with two drummers and only me on bass. Wow! <laughs> wow! What about the you know Pharaoh? Pharaoh. Okay. Then then after those times comes um, Cosmo Jones Beat Machine comes steps into the picture. Oh, we haven't heard them yet. Next hour. Haven't heard them yet? Yeah. yeah it's it's coming up next, but. Um, yeah, so I was a, a sound engineer for them for some live gigs and I recorded their albums and mixed their albums and we knew each other, I don't know, we've been knowing each other for 15 years at least. And I ended up playing in that band. When Were they Turku guys? No, 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 no. Helsinki oh, guys? Not even. Oh, okay. come on. They're from Kuopio, which is okay. in the Savo region, which is way, way Sticks. out there. Yeah. So you would go up there? I would go there and yeah. we would meet in different cities and, okay. and especially the recording sessions we would just you know make these huge camps in in some countryside buildings how did you meet them they this here here comes into the picture comes bat Vugum records who re, the label that released deep turtle stuff cosmo yeah. jones beat machine was a bat Vugum band Okay. And they wanted me to record their first album for for the label when I couldn't do it because I was I wasn't I I wasn't available at the time. Let's say, put it this way. But after the first album, everything that's been recorded, I've I've been working with. You them. didn't talk so, about these skills, these sound mixing skills. Where did you get them? Because you're talking more about guitar and stuff. You, were, you didn't ask. Oh, sorry. <laughs> but also, they're asking you to do sound, and I'm wondering where you got them skills up. So that came from wanting to learn to use a four-track cassette machine sure. in Pori already to record your guitar I didn't yeah, yeah I didn't have I didn't have it but a friend of mine from from Pori he had a Yamaha four-track cassette machine and yeah. he borrowed it to us and lent it and he, he lent it to us and um, first I didn't realize really understand like you're supposed to be able to to record stuff on top of each other on this one but I didn't realize that you have to go for for the next track and keep the other one. So I thought you can limitlessly record on only one track, you know, like just keep on overdubbing it and how you're supposed to hear what you just played. And so, so this, Q, kind of, Q this, mix. This, this kind of really moronic. So you learned it like uh, practical. Yeah. yeah so okay. this first, and then we, we wanted to do some, by this time we had already deep turtle going and we wanted to make some, some recordings on the four track cassette machine on this aforementioned machine and um uh we wanted we we went to my friend my friend had a had a studio and a sound like a pa company like pa a small pa business thing yeah. going so he had some gear and that and here's my my huge musical influ influence mr aki peltonen so mm. he kitos. we went over to him yeah kitos we went over to him and it went literally like this. Look, Aki, we're, we're going to make a demo on a four-track cassette. Can we borrow your 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 reverb machine, your, your echo reverb machine? Yeah. Uh, no, man, I really need it. But here, take this eight-track. <laughs> wow. <laughs> and wow. We, and then we're really, really nervous. Like, what the fuck? Now we have this eight-track. Wow, better than four-track. So he borrowed us that, and he gave us some some old tape. Yeah. Which, like okay, you can just use this one. So you and learn by doing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we took okay. and remember we took it back to him. Like okay, so now we recorded this. We need. Can you please mix it for us? 
and he and uh, he said like, oh no, well, why don't you mix it yourself? I don't have the time and energy right now. Like, and we were really scared of the machine because of course a 16 truck, a 16 channel mix, mixer at that time looked so huge to us. And he and we said like, no, come on, we can't really mix it. And then he said the crucial thing. He said, like, it's no different than two four tracks. Ah, great. Eight We're at the end of the second hour. Yeah. May 14th, 2015, Dishwa for Pedro Show. Penty's Journey Through Music. Yes. Hold tight for hour three. May 14th, 2015, is third hour. Watt from Pedro Show.
Which one do you want to do?
Watt Pedro Show. Uh, hour three started with uh, Cosmo Jones Beat Machine doing Catfish Noodling, also known as Okie Noodling. Oh, yeah? let, let the thing grab your arm and pull yeah, it out yeah, of the yeah, mud. Yeah, 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 yeah. Hey, man. So Flaming Lips got a whole thing on that. You know. First time we played Oklahoma City, we cocked it. When we, when he oh, told yeah. us his name was Luigi. First couple of years, we thought his name was Luigi. Then uh, Dog and Bloom out of Orange County doing Supa. They got like two or three bases. Uh, all the houses on my street look exactly the same by Simon Bird. He's from, uh, I think he's from England. I played with him in Ireland. Uh, Lost Necronauts, Sheba's Deal, hmm, somewhere in the west of the U.S. No Volcano, they're uh, buddies of um, Mike from uh, DFA, okay. JFA, okay. <laughs> not DFA, sorry. Out of the Moment, uh, Will and Emulsion, Deadpan Capitalism, some of my best friends, and finally, and I, I, yeah, parts unknown, and finally uh, Nitty Gritty by the Deeper D's with some German guys, Tim on the bass there helping us out, because <laughs> there's some holes in this tour. That we're getting filled. Uh, back to the story now. Um, you side man with these guys who needed a cat. Ended up staying mm -hmm. with Lem years. Then played with these guys from the backwoods. Mm -hmm. uh, got together with some uh, guy you were conking on a deck in Helsinki. Mm -hmm. And you just got, had to get stuff out. Uh, where do you go from there? So where You must have at, you must at some point moved to uh, Turku. In Turku, I ended up, yeah, after around these Croco times, and, and it was an obvious choice because I was playing with the Transkako people, so I knew a little bit of, around town, and and I also knew that they had this gorgeous practice place where actually, slowly, my instrument started being stashed up anyway, so... <laughs> so, instead of having to come to Turku each time to play and, and do stuff, I slowly then floated here, okay. ended up here, and been here ever since been here for what 14 years now or something like that yeah i still don't feel like a like a turku line like a person from turku but yeah I just i'm just i just moved here this is a very beautiful city to stay to stay in morikano to live in then helsinki i don't know what like what do you mean what do you mean less money's for the rent for the child oh, for the, definitely okay i think you would not come in yeah yeah yeah. definitely yeah yeah yeah. oh that's crazy it's like double double the price double, right. everything is there so expensive and besides i i never never really felt comfortable in helsinki everything what? is too too far away everything is i don't know it's too spread out this is like this is so compact and you can get sure. it everywhere by bike what about the music scene well, another thing was also that that I through through the years I knew I had a, I made lots of friends here. They had their their punk bands and rock bands and whatnot bands and experimental stuff going. So it was very normal to come here. I felt very welcome here, and I still do so. And as a, in Helsinki, you didn't feel you felt more isolated. No, Helsinki. I don't. I I don't even know why why I thought that was an option. I'm wondering if a lot of people. In Helsinki, doing music, are they from Helsinki? Do they move from other parts think, of Finland? I think it must. I would say that that probably half of the people there are not from Helsinki. Okay, so sort of like a San Francisco or New York City or Los Angeles. If you have the mind frame for it, then it's the obvious thing to do. Because I know many bands who have moved to Helsinki because it's the big town. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. But never for me. Okay. It's never gonna happen. This is good. good you play there, but you don't want to live there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. It's nice to go there, but it's also nice to leave. Let's say like so. <laughs> <laughs> That's interesting. Um, 
I'm not a big city person at all. From from learning from that, those we back to the two four tracks is really mm -hmm. an eight track. This, uh, this was, you got into producing and stuff. Okay, I would never. I I wouldn't call myself a producer. Or capture of sound. Capture of sound would be yeah. more accurate, and and here also very trial and error, and not really. I'm not an audiophile. I just whatever you have at hand, make it work. I would never. I could never be. Like I don't know, like some Albini or someone who knows, you know, the, about volts and hertz and ohms and microphones and yeah. But I've heard it. some of your work, your mixes, and they're happening. I would say, I dare to say, I have. At the end of the day, it's stuff getting shoved in the ears, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. How it gets there, that's kind of. Seems. I would dare to say that I'm an okay combination of very good hearing. Yeah. With quite okay skills of making, uh, making. Uh, the crap work which happens to be at hand what about giving direction to the band do you ever do that yes and no i've 90 99% of the times no but sometimes they if they ask for it yeah. then yes okay and sometimes i would just you know like if 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 it's really blatant and really obvious then i would say like look guys I don't know if you really want to keep this on your record forever. <laughs> Let's listen but to our no. last batch of music. Yeah.
first And she's not the worst But she'll make time She'll throw you a line She'll take a time She falls through it every time Crash train head suicide. She takes it in stride and she keeps it inside. But she'll make time. She'll throw you a line. She'll take a Little dog. 
passed out on the leather sofa. I wonder if she puts it on and thinks about me. Pretty white sundress for the little dogs of Bali. One day she was gone. Radio played on. DJ, won't you play me something? Take me back to the day when she was my girl. DJ, won't you play me something? Tear me up for the summer. DJ, won't you play me something? Carry me back to the time of innocence, back when my heart was true. DJ, won't you play me something? Take me back to the little dogs of
watched Pedro show last music for the show. I'm not interested. Something live from Husker Du, but on the Lance Speed record time. Uh, this potion, some of my best friends again. You know, need a double dose. Uh, Fall Guy, James Rocket, Little Dogs, Bali, Piranhas BC. Uh, I think Piranhas BC is Idaho. We always play boys every turn. If you look at a map, you know why. Uh, James Rocket, England. Uh, forever uh, for Lob 415, edit art trip and the static sound. Maybe they're England. I can't remember James Rocket House. Excuse me. And finally, uh, the final fact song by Pink Turds in Space. Okay. <laughs> my my contacts, my website is umpio.com. Find me there. Look, I always ask people this at the end of the show. Uh, if somebody asked you advice about this music stuff, what would you tell them? Advice about, like, in what sense? Advice about music. Advice in music. I would say, um, take in what you what you like. Try to take it in, um, regardless of what everybody else would say, or try to take it in as purely as possible. Try to take it in. in um, try to react immediately, because try to be like a kindergarten child or like an old demented person because old people and and little kids they have this pure connection to music you can play them some crazy harsh noise album by grunt and they're gonna go like yeah or oh no and instead then comes all the all the, all the other people in between are like hmm who is this from which year is this hmm oh is this from the from that or this album? Hmm. And then then comes the, the old people who say, "Yeah," or "Hmm, no, no, sir, I don't like it." So that would be try to keep the channel as pure as. That's possible. great advice. Thanks so much for being on the show, Penty. You're bitching, dude. Uh, much, much respect. Really, thank you again, Kitos. Gracias, Senor Watt. Okay. So May 14, 2015, this is Watt for Pedro Show. People, keep your powder dry.